Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Shout out to the Patreons who are watching me live. And uh, sorry about the scheduling snafu today. You know, I live in Hollywood. Hollywood happens. And then sometimes Hollywood discards you like a piece of trash. I'll explain more on that later. Um, it's good to be back. Thank you, everybody, for understanding why I took last week off. Um, if you are living under a rock or you are not a U.S. citizen, then um, you might not know that we had uh, midterm elections last week. And it went better than I had ever thought, truthfully, because famously, uh, presidents lose seats um, in the House, the Senate, um, during a midterm election, especially during a midterm election where, you know, our economy is bad and inflation inflation is high and blah, blah, blah. But um uh, the American people really showed out and were like, you know what? We are not here for that mean agenda. We'd like you to stay out of our lives, off of our bodies, out of our bathrooms. And uh, and so, I mean, am I completely relaxed? No, you can never be completely relaxed. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, sure, we have Democrats in office, but now we have to work hard as citizens to make sure they deliver on all the things that they've said they have done. I have found that there is more political engagement these days in the world, and I think, and especially in this country, and I think that that is a benefit, hopefully, um, that people are learning about politics and the way they work. Um, that said, I need to give a shout out to the children. You know what I mean? The kids, the 18 to 26ers, you know, those folks literally saved our election. Well, that and uh, the million dead from COVID. I mean, truthfully, that helped. I mean, a lot of old Republicans died from COVID. So we can thank the youth, but we can also thank the death of the old. You know what I mean? And I know, I know that's problematic and blah, blah. I'm an old person myself. I demand respect as well. But what I'm saying is when one party is doom and gloom when it comes to uh, social politics, you know, bathrooms, trans kids, fucking women, abortions, when they're all focused on that and not a fucking global pandemic where people died like crazy and wanted to play it off like it was a flu, wanted to give you all these distractions on how to like heal yourselves, you know, gargle fucking bleach or whatever the fuck Trump said. And I think like, you know, on top of everything else that helped, like we saw that we were not safe for four years during a, a Republican presidency. And the beautiful thing is, yes, of course, the Republicans took the House. All right, great. Um, they're going to tear themselves up. I mean, you have the MAGAs and then you have the Republicans who want to get rid of the MAGAs. It's about to get very interesting. If you're not following politics listeners of the Tony Soto show, because I understand for years, this was a entertainment show. I interviewed uh, uh, game show drag queens and blah, blah, blah. But you know, it has changed. So there might be a little more politics on this show. Um, of course, I do try to keep it as separate as possible because I do have the gay power half hour available anywhere podcast or stream with my good Judy Casey live. So you can always tune into that too. 
Um, I want to keep this one as fun as possible. But what I'm saying is, truthfully, what it looks like to me, and I'm not sure what my age demographic is, but I'm hoping I got some of the 18 to 26ers. If you're a part of the 18 to 26ers, why don't you go to the TonySotoShow.com and go to the Ask button and tell me uh, 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 that you listen to this show. How about that? How about you let me know if I'm if I'm resonating with the youth? Am I resonating with the youth? Kids, are you listening to me? Listen up. I have things to say. The sequence of them, who knows? But things will be said. Um, so today, uh, I was supposed to be recording uh, later because one of my uh, good Judies and a very famous drag queen had asked me to help assist on a project that she was working on. And um, so I was geared up, y'all, today. I was geared up. I was up early. Now, I even went out and had a couple drinks last night because my good Judy Casey Lai is going to have a birthday this week uh turning 39 and so i was like well i want to spend some time so and i'm drinking again i don't know if i mentioned that oh yeah she's drinking again oh she's back i mean it's just a matter of time before i get to covid now that must have been what was keeping the covid from it not drinking but she's back on the hooch so who knows how this is going to work out um but so you know i'm asked to uh help out something happened so it all fell apart and i didn't get to have it. and that's the beauty of hollywood you know what i mean like like one moment you think you're going to get um, a day's rate worth of cash, you know, enough to get you the Botox, enough to freeze your face again, because girl, it's moving, you know, but then no canceled gig, no more TV gig for Tony. And that's fine. That's fine. I got a pedicure out of it. Uh, and a delicious breakfast. <laughs> I mean, I paid for the pedicure. I didn't pay for the breakfast. Um, so <clears throat> everyone's getting COVID. Speaking of COVID, um, I have known people now. Look, I feel like COVID is going to be like with the flu. I feel like every holiday season, we're going to be uh, blessed with all that is COVID. I think that uh, that's our future from now on. And so numbers are ticking up again. People are getting COVID again. And, you know, I think about this because I'm a freelance drag queen. I hustle for the jobs that I get. Um, and it gets to a point that like, I don't really, I mean, now that I have the weekly show Battle Babies at Stash in West Hollywood at 10 p.m. Um, every Wednesday, I don't know if I said that right, uh, there's more there's more steady income coming in. But as a freelancer, like you're really, really uh, dependent on those extra gigs that come out. And with COVID, it's kind of wild because we are not in a position to lose work as a freelance employee as a freelance artist you are not in the position to lose work and if you uh suddenly find yourself on the opposite end of covid you're out of work you're out of work for at least 10 days and um so one of our my favorite local queens recently came down with uh with covid and the thing is is this is like this is the beauty of the vaccines and whatnot is because like they were like i'm not really even that sick I'm not really even that sick so they were able to um try to figure out how they were going to like supplement their income. So they're like, Hey, I'm going to make these shirts. Right. And they have this four X shirt with fuck off print all over it. Just fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. And I think that in my old age, I want to wear offensive shirts that have curse words on it. So that way people are shielding their children's eyes as I pass by. But here's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's a four X shirt. You know what? If we're going to listen to the Zenials, 
if the Xennials are going to like save the world and whatnot, they are into that boxy fashion. They want that shapeless, uh, they want that shapeless moment. They want to be walking triangles and squares. And you know what? I'm kind of here for it. You know, I'm here for you trying to have your Tracy Gold moment. Now, Tracy Gold was famously battling an eating disorder. So I hope that is not your case. And if it is, call the appropriate numbers. But oversized sweaters apparently are in. So I got the 4X. Now, inside, everyone knows that I think I'm a 40-year-old twink. So really what I'm battling with now, the demons that I'm battling with now are, what if that 4X fits kind of good? What if I own, what if a 4X is only a little roomy? I mean, I in my head, I'm thinking this 4X is going to be a knee-length dress. I can just walk around with it and just be like a ghost, like a ghost from Pac-Man in my shapeless body, feeling like a Xennial. And I get it, Xennials. I get it. Y'all were on the precipice of the Me Too's, you know what I mean? And now you don't want to be Me Too'd. So the best thing to do is be shapeless so no one has a, a fantasy. And I understand that. But also, I just need to give a shout out to people that are still wearing clothes that cling to their bodies. I think you should still be able to cling uh, or wear clothes that, that cling to your bodies. Jesus. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. I don't know. Listen, the thing is, is like, there's always a certain type of year where I need to be shapeless. And then there's a time of year where I want to be like showing it off. Like for some reason, I have it ass backwards. I gain weight during the summer. So in the summer, I'm like, oh, let's wear these baggy shirts. But by winter time, I've lost the weight. And now I'm like, well, I want to wear form fitting stuff, but it's fucking cold outside. It's a vicious cycle, y'all. It's a vicious cycle. Um, speaking of COVID, uh, Y'all coughing is out. We are not allowed to cough anymore. So if you're just new to this show, you all should know that I'm a habitual weed smoker. And there are times when I order an Uber or a Lyft and I'm like, oh, I got like 10 minutes. Great. I can fucking torque some weed, get fucking really high before I get in this car. Now, you know, I can I don't consider myself a bad bitch when it comes to weed. Sometimes she chokes, sometimes she coughs, but sometimes she impresses herself with no coughs whatsoever. And uh, this was a moment. Like I was like talking that weed, being like, yeah, 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 plenty of time. Let's get real fucking baked, breathing in fucking big old breaths of marijuana, exhaling like a goddamn champ. And then all of a sudden she gets too stoned and zones out. And zones out. And then zones out and then realizes, oh shit, she ordered a fucking Uber. So now she's rushing, right? Got to get all of her stuff together. Rushing out, get into the car. And as soon as I get into the car, all of that weed that I was fucking smoking earlier just immediately punched my lungs and I start hacking in his car. And the terror, the absolute terror in this man's face, because I'm maskless. You know, I don't have a mask. He doesn't have a mask. He's looking at me. And then I have to be like, no, no, no. I swear. I swear. I just smoked too much weed. I'm sorry. I am not sick. I will not cough again. Tell me why I had like the fucking persistent cough the whole drive. The whole drive. I had to put the window down, stick my head out of it. Apologize every three seconds. I was like, this is not me. This is not me. 
This is not COVID. Girl, it's hard. It's hard out there these days. You know, sometimes, oh, well, was I was talking to a friend and she said she was mentioning something, maybe a tweet or something. I don't know. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I'm better than all of you. And uh, she's like, remember back in the day when, you know, you used to uh, cough to cover up a fart and now you fart to cover up a cough. It's really kind of ass backwards now, everybody. Can we normalize the little cough again? Because here's the thing. If we're going to be running around with no masks on anymore, which I am with you unless I go to the grocery store. For some reason, the grocery store is the only place I still use a mask. And I'm not sure the logic behind that, but for some reason, you just get a lot of the rubes in a grocery store. You know what I mean? There's just a lot of the ordinaries. And I'm like, ordinaries don't wash their hands. I don't care what anyone says. So for me, if you're going to be touching my fruit and shit, uh, I'm going to wear a mask and whatnot, because who knows? Um, but if we're going to be like, you know, oh, we're back to normal. Life is back to normal. If we're going to do that, America and beyond then we have to normalize coughing again. It has to be okay to cough again. Sometimes people cough, a sneeze will happen. I live in a very polluted city. It's a lot of debris and grossness floating around in this air. Of course I've got to cough a little bit. Normalize coughing America and beyond. We deserve it. We should be able to cough. We haven't been able to cough for three fucking years. Do you know how hard that is? It's hard. And then you got to look around all embarrassed and you feel fine. You're healthy as fuck. You're not sick. So you're feeling bad about yourself for no reason. It's unnecessary. What do I know? Um, oh, real quick. I was reading this article. Um, so apparently there was a plus sized uh, swimsuit model who was on the Sports Illustrated magazine, which is for the heterosexual men and lesbians, I'm, I'm assuming. and. Uh, was went to a club downtown uh and was with a group of friends and all the friends got in and then these two bigger models uh were given the up and down and were given the not tonight ladies now <clears throat> should this ever exist anywhere Absolutely not. That is grotesque behavior and uh and that club should be reprimanded. Is it a shock that it happened in fucking Hollywood? Absolutely goddamn not. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I'm not shocked by this at all. Wrong. Wrong indeed. Wrong. And like got bit real quick after that. Like, like, could you imagine if it was just some regular plus size gals, you know, some regular gals who was just out and, they, you know, some accountants who are like stressed out and they like want to kick up their heels for a night. Like, like. To think about how many times this happens to regular folks. It just so happened that it happened to Sports Illustrated models at this point. I mean, how dare you refuse access to a big girl? They are the most fun to have at a club. I love to have big girl. I love all body shapes at a fucking club. Why are we all trying to just look at the emaciated, pale, jaundiced looking motherfuckers? That's not, that's not fun. I don't need to see some... Uh, uh, white skinny bitch with no rhythm do a TikTok dance on the goddamn dance floor? No! Get me a plus-size girl who is going to command the space. Own the space. And either invite you in... This is, this is the thing that reminds me of a long time ago when there was a plus-size gentleman at a party. It was a video that went viral. And he was having such a good time and fucking dancing and having a blast. And then he realized that he was being filmed by someone and was being made fun of. 
And then we had to watch this human being, this human person go into himself and stop dancing and refuse himself that fun. How dare you refuse fun to people, no matter what their size, their color, their creed. Like, look, we live in a shit on a shitty goddamn planet that is just hurtling through space. And at any given moment, it could all fall apart. How dare you tell someone that they can't come in and dance at your fucking club and spend money at your bar? What, their money's not green? Y'all are wrong for that. Y'all are wrong for that. I'm just saying, I'm not shocked that it happened in Hollywood. And I think that people's personal shock that it happened in Hollywood needs to relax a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, let's not. Let's not fucking make this about your shock. Let's make this about that wrong fucking club and what they did. That's what we need to do. All right. I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right. I am back with the show. Now, listen, listeners, today, I would like to talk about something that I know is not exclusive to Los Angeles but is something that happens very regularly and at any given point of the day ruins my television broadcasting. Sometimes they ruin it during the day, during the view, and then I'm like, heads will roll. Sometimes it happens in the middle of rush hour when I'm getting ready for a gig. And that is car chases. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Car chases in Los Angeles can be some of the most annoying and entertaining things at the same time. First, let us not discount the safety issue from everyone who is on the road during a car chase. Uh, they don't know that shit is popping off. They don't know that someone is doing high speed racing down the fucking 405 in the middle of rush hour. You know, like it's a dangerous thing. Then, you come to people like me who are just trying to enjoy a television program. And all of a sudden it is ruined with car chases. Now, a good majority of this time, these car chases are boring. So in my mind, how dare you interrupt the view for something boring? So I find myself more often than not saying things like, well, if someone doesn't die, I'm going to be pissed. And yes, I know, listeners, I know that's cruel. It's a cruel way to think. But you have no idea how many times or how long I wait for certain guests to appear on The View. And if that's going to be interrupted by a car thief in the middle of the day, I want him to lose a foot. At least a foot. So, Tony, why are you ranting about uh, car chases? Well, because I saw the best car chase, the best pursuit I have ever seen in Los Angeles, California. And I feel like it was so magical that I have to share it with you. This had excitement, intrigue, twists and turns, shocks and awes. And I'm going to tell you, I was living for it. So I don't know if I've mentioned this, but every Wednesday I do a weekly show at Stash in West Hollywood at 10 p.m. called Battle Babies. So last Wednesday, I was high after the election, you know, feeling good about myself, getting ready to do drag, 
for battle babies and we ho sitting down moisturizing putting on the primer you know getting ready to hide the age because the botox is fucking wearing off and so it's like six o'clock all right and i'm sitting down because you know she likes to take her leisurely moment she likes to puff on marijuana take her time there's no rush the beauty comes just let it come sitting here hide a rush hour right watching some news station And on the TV, there is a high-speed pursuit ending, okay? Stick with me. So there is a chase that is ending. The helicopter for the news station has been chasing this car to Knott's Berry Farm, which is uh, an amusement park. And the pursuit ended. The cops got that guy. While that was happening, while the fucking news chopper was backing off to go do some other news thing, Another car zips right by, apparently failed to uh, pull over when he was trying to be stopped by a cop. So the fucking helicopter is on this car, chasing this car. This car is on the freeway, rush hour, dangerous, 95 miles an hour plus, just zipping up. Then he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get off the fucking roads. So then he's doing residential roads fucking 95 miles an hour, same speed, not slowing down, wild. So he's getting chased, but the cops are kind of keeping distance because you know, the thing is, if you're driving that crazy, you don't care about people's lives. And this is rush hour, people are out, people are doing things. So the choppers are keeping an eye on this guy, right? And the cops are keeping their distance for safety. And this guy is like, he you could tell that he's he's stolen a thing or two he's not he's not like new to thievery so he's in this car which i'm assuming is hot i think i think he immediately starts with a hot car so he's like he's like going around these residential areas and then um he uh he gets out of the car and goes up to another car and we're like okay well maybe that's his car uh he come to find out he was trying to break into that car couldn't get into the car so he gets back into the original car and then he starts driving cops are back on him at this point right so he's driving crazy gets back on the freeway driving wild then he gets back off the freeway into a residential area he pulls into this like cul-de-sac right he sees a work van oh my god i hope this is entertaining to you guys because this story is unbelievable so he Goes, there's this work van. It's a refrigerated van. So the owner is a guy who like will go to like 7-Elevens and drop off apples and stuff off and food deserts. So he gets he gets out of the car that he's in and he gets into this work van. Now, mind you, a cop then backs into him, backs him in. So he's like, he's like, you can't go anywhere, you fucking thief. So the guy is in this work van, right? hot wiring the fucking thing he hot wires it he gets it to start going now but where, where do you go what do you do cops are behind you there's nothing you can do he starts reversing and slamming over and over into the car until he could get his way out and then he goes second stolen car driving 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 like crazy freeway 90 miles an hour residential crazy crazy at some point loses a tire in the residential area so he is and during this time he is just hitting anything if you are in his way he is hitting your car he ruined dozens of people's uh days that day for sure so he loses a wheel 
and he's in this big work van and uh uh cops are surrounding him again so he starts to rev up because he can't get out because he's lost the left wheel and he ran into a car on the right and those people are in their car screaming and so he can't get out so he starts revving the engine revving it burning out the back tires causing all of this fucking smoke to come up from the tires all the while we're watching the fucking smoke what happens he sneaks out the passenger fucking door and bolts he runs he's taken off right cops still don't know he's fucking gone then the chopper's like dude's gone so they start following him he's running like two blocks guys two blocks he jumps a fence he jumps into someone's backyard the the the, the dogs of this yard are going crazy yappy 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 he fucking breaks into the house so you see him go into the stranger's house right and then the chopper goes on the other side of the house and you see him run out with the family of the house hitting him hitting him trying to kick his ass one of like like the abuela is trying to keep the abuelo from getting hurt and then he gets into their work truck and steals their work truck barrels through the fucking uh fence goes on another 45 minute full like car chase break like running into shit like losing bumpers loses another tire okay so now he's back in a residential area by another gas station he can't move his car is incapacitated all right it's over for him like he's stolen three cars. He's broken into a house and he's wrecked into dozens of fucking people. It was fucking brilliant. Now I'm watching this the whole time, right? Cause you know, uh, it's TV. So they're trying to get in close so you can see his face, see his panic. Guy looked cool and he looked white. And I was like, really? A white person driving like that? That's wild. That is some fucking fast and furious shit. She had a movie pass when that thing existed. I was like, this bitch knows how to drive. Um, so they're there, right? And uh, all the cops are surrounding his car. And then all of a sudden, now this, mind you, this is live TV. They can't show murder, death, kills on live TV. They cannot. So, but they want to show you up until the blood. You know what I mean? Like they want to show you. They know they know that you are watching. And I was watching. I'm talking, I am mid-paint, just like mouth agape. This guy has put so many lives in danger. So at this point, they're like, we have to use lethal force. We have to, they are pummeling this work truck with bullets. I'm telling you, the windshield was breaking, the side windows were breaking, like crazy. Then it's silence, right? The guy's got to be dead. At one point during the shooting, the fucking helicopter had to like veer away, feel the, veer the camera away out of fear of maybe there being some murder death kill. So, you know, fucking cops are like geared up with their SWAT nonsense or whatever. And they're like, you know, going in with their shields, you know, all your taxpayer dollars at work and they're they're like shuffling up real slow and then all of a sudden the news anchors are like oh my god there's movement there's movement having in the truck how is there movement this guy's gotta be dead gotta be dead 
they fucking open the driver's side door and this baller is trying to get out of the passenger side. That is how committed to freedom he was. And I'm like, this guy. So then they pull him out. I don't think he had a bullet in him. I don't even think he had a bullet in him, which made me think, Jesus Christ, cops can't kill a white man even if they try to kill a white man. Like, how is it that come to find out he was Latino, which is white, but, you know, I think his last name was Rodriguez or something. Anywho, white passing Latino, uh, fucking wildest chase. He, 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 was, he was cuffed and walked with the cops to the ambulance. That motherfucker gave at least a dozen people whiplash. For sure. And not to mention, ruined the their evening on that fair Wednesday evening. You know what I mean? Y'all, I, I have never, you know, you, you find yourself, if it's a good one, you find yourself rooting for the crook. And honestly, when he broke into that house, he won me over. I was like, oh, no, this guy wants to go home tonight. I understand. I understand. You want to make it home tonight. And then when I saw the family coming out the next end, I was like, this is Hollywood, baby. This is Hollywood. Like, you don't get this anywhere else. And I'm going to tell you, the fucking news anchors, I don't know what it is, but as soon as it's a car chase, they like switch into um, auctioneers. You know, they're like, they're like calling out streets and calling out things. And I'm just like, fuck, man. I didn't even care they didn't die. You know what I mean? I didn't care that it didn't die. I was like, yeah, no. I mean, even if that was during the view, I would have fucking been like, that's okay. I didn't need to hear what we said today. Didn't matter. Oh, that was good, guys. I hope that fucking recount of the story was entertaining. I don't know. I've told it a few times at this point. At this point, people already know about the car chase. Moral of the story is I should probably leave my house a little bit more. Y'all, we have come to the end of the Tony Soto show. Remember, if you like this show, you can go to our iTunes page and subscribe, rate the show, leave a comment. It really does help me. Let me know how you feel about this show. Let me know how I'm doing. You can go to the TonySotoShow.com and hit the ask button and send me anything you want. Love to hear from you. Um, I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and uh, TikTok. So please give me a follow there. And you know what? I mean, I'll be back. I'm sure I'll be back uh, uh, next week. And listen, before I go, just piggybacking on earlier. Get politically savvy, America. You know what I mean? Like, this is the first time in a long time where I feel like We've made it really, really hard for Gen Z to fucking uh, be properly educated and taken care of. And they are still above and beyond because they've seen it. They have seen the ugliness of it all. I'm glad they're being aware. I need, we need we need more people. We're looking at you uh, Xers and millennials. Um, you know, the boomers are dying. So pluses all around. I will be back next week. Bye. <laughs>